The uncertainty surrounding Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens rolls on. We will discuss that. Plus, Ezekiel Elliott is a free agent. Should he return to Ohio? You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. again, everyone, and welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. He is Tony Wiggins. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. And make sure you subscribe on YouTube or check us out wherever you get your podcasts, five times a week, free and available, wherever you get your podcasts. And let's dive on in because this Lamar Jackson train, it just keeps on churning. And there's a, a lot of debate a lot of discussion Lamar Jackson made it known that he wanted out and that he requested a trade on March 2nd and John Harbaugh had to answer a bunch of questions about it at the owners meetings and well the drama continues and Tony you have an interesting thought about these teams and, and how they're looking at the former MVP I think they're looking at it from a macro league perspective and they're probably giving uh, Jimmy uh, in Cleveland the side eye, the owner of the the Cleveland Browns, like Jimmy Haslam. Yeah, I I don't think he's necessarily well liked. Yeah, throughout the rest of the league, and there were probably discussions about this. Like, do y'all realize the position that you're putting everybody in when you do this with these with these contracts? So, um, and then you you gave it to a guy that at the very least has questionable character, right? At the very least had those, had, had given the league a little bit of a black eye, especially his, his old city uh, with some of the things that he went on that had, that had surrounded him. I'm talking about, of course, Deshaun Watson. It, I just think that there's a, it's like some unofficial and maybe intended, but not intended collusion on the part of the NFL. It's like, look, this can't happen because I think folks, misunderstand something i heard martin mayhew yesterday his comments from uh arizona uh, where the owners are at the meetings when mm-hmm. he was saying well there's a bunch of guys that we think are great players that we're not talking to since when are quarterbacks considered just like defensive tackles never no, i agree don't don't be yeah. trying to fool us don't, it, the more some of that silly rhetoric like that comes out the more i believe that it's part of some bigger talking points that, that have been had behind closed doors and that's why I think Lamar Jackson is in a world of hurt and a world of trouble when it comes to trying to get his contract. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting because even a guy like Lamar Jackson can't win if the, the owners say, hey, we're not paying him. We're, we're going to get together for the greater good in the future of the NFL of not wanting to go the guaranteed route contracts wise and all of those things for quarterbacks. But you said it right. He's not a defensive tackle. We're not talking about Oh, is he a, an organizational philosophy of oh, guards? Don't pay guards, pay your tackles, right? Don't pay uh, the running backs long-term or whatever it is. No, we're talking about a, a league MVP. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a guy that walks into, I would say, at least 22 franchises, maybe more, and we could go up and down, but some of them might have young quarterbacks that they're, you know, they just drafted or whatever the case is, where, where they might not want to go that route. But most franchises, he would be an upgrade to it. 
at the most important position, not just in football, in sports. So that's why this is the biggest shock of free agency to me. And it's going to take an owner. Let's just say this is the case. And, and we are just, you know, maybe it's not. What owner is willing to say, you know what? Bleep it. We're going to go after Lamar Jackson. Because he can be had now. I, th- this idea that he's just going to go naturally back to the Ravens. I, I think that is, and we can get into that in a, in a bit. I, I don't necessarily buy that. So who will it be? Because I saw Robert Kraft's comments how Meek Mill reached out and Lamar said, oh, I want to come to New England. And Robert said it was up to Bill Belichick. Well, it sounds good. Why did Robert say that? I would rather have Lamar Jackson than Mac Jones. I'm sure that's a really hot take that burnt all of our listeners' ears off, but that's one of the many teams that should be in on Lamar. I agree. Here's the problem. Meek Mill isn't an agent. <laughs> and unfortunately for Lamar Jackson <laughs> – that's that's what's going on right now. So he's doing two things here, which I'm not knocking anybody for using their position to try to change things and make things better. Uh, it, seemingly, it seems like he's trying to make things better for players or what his definition of better is. I'm not knocking him for it, but you just got to be careful when you're that guy who you don't have an agent. So you're kind of like, making a taking a stand and making a statement about that right Mm -hmm. like how many quarterbacks in the national football league don't have agents and i say quarterbacks and not players because quarterbacks are different right they are different so the guy who doesn't have an agent is now going to try to implement a situation where contracts are going to be fully guaranteed Mm -hmm. so you're taking on this institution and i believe that lamar uh that Deshaun Watson's contract being guaranteed was an outlier. And that's because you had so many teams bucking for a chance to just get him into their building. Right. So if anything, the fact that David Mulligetta was able to pull off what he was able to pull off, despite the trouble that Deshaun Watson was in and continued to cause. And despite the fact that they knew he was going to be suspended a little bit longer, like he couldn't even play his first year. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Uh, Well, most of his first year. So here's the thing that bothers me. Wouldn't that tell you that you actually need an agent? To a degree. I I can certainly see that. that. I I can see. Somebody negotiated that on on Deshaun. In Deshaun Watson's situation, yes. I I find it really hard to believe he would have gotten that without an agent. Right. So my thing is Lamar Jackson is trying to take down two giant tenants of professional sports without Mm -hmm. an agent. And oh, by the way, He's doing it in a na-na-na-na-na smug sort of way on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you – you can't take down these colossal giants and change history tweeting. It's just I that, I, that. I, I understand, you know, you wanting to be that guy to do that thing, and but you're trying to do two monumental things, and you're doing it in a very, very unconventional way, and you're dealing with old guard people with new kid mentality. It's just not going to work. It's no. not. No, I don't I, let I you come Debo them and change everything. And you tweeting. I, I think that's a really interesting point. I do. And it's, it's got a lot of people thinking even on this show that, that, that hosts the show that Lamar Jackson could end up staying put and let's go there next. Let's talk about his future. Will he return to Baltimore despite all of the hurt feelings, despite all of these things, 
he is uh, set to make 30 plus million dollars on that non-exclusive franchise tag. So we will dive into that if we think that Lamar will play for Baltimore or elsewhere. We'll do that. And we have an Ezekiel Elliott best case scenario for Zeke destination coming up as well. But today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. And FanDuel, well, there's no better place to get in the action. And obviously the tournament is winding down, but the other tournament, the other basketball tournament, the NBA, well, it's coming up. And NBA playoffs are, to me, just as fun, if not more fun than March. That said, if you get to FanDuel right now, you're going to get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. I had friends that lost their rear end on the Texas. They had put together an awesome parlay, Tony, and he lost it because Texas blew that lead to Miami with FanDuel. But guess what? He had the no sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. So, well, guess what? He was able to rally because he got those bonus bets back and was able to keep it going. And you can do that too, wagering on anything from the money line to point spreads, which team will be cutting down the net, all of those things and more with FanDuel. So get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel. And you can make every moment more with us here on Locked On NFL by making us your first listen every single day because it's your team every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're talking Lamar Jackson. I'm going to make myself clear about Lamar Jackson, James. I want him to get paid. I love the fact that he is operating and thinking that he's doing something groundbreaking here. I just want to know what 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 his end game is with the agent. And I've seen a lot of tweets and texts from people and questions coming about this subject from me that seems to make it sound as if the agents and the owners are like bedfellows here. Like they like they're like they're holding hands and doing this to Lamar. I think they both have an interest in it, but agents and owners have never been on the same side of anything. And leave it to a, a young dude who, who's trying to do something very, very important. I think he believes it's not just for him, it's for everybody else. Leave it to them to make people get equally mad at, at agents and owners. I hear agents now being vilified for mm-hmm. for and and believe me, with, with the agents, what it is, is it's 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 a drive-by. It's like unintended. This is between Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, but somehow agents are getting thrown under the bus here and are actually being put on the same side with owners. Like those owners and those agents are crooks. And I, I, and I'm thinking like, how did this get to the point where it took this elementary road of things that aren't true. And it's because of the way I think Lamar Jackson has handled this. And he hasn't really spoken on anything. He sarcastically said, yeah, I had a three-year guarantee with $133 million or whatever. And I did all that with no agent, but I need an agent. Yeah, but you didn't sign it. So what's the mm-hmm. point in bragging about something that you didn't sign? If something is so good and you did it without an agent, why aren't you a Baltimore Raven? And why aren't you sitting here just counting your money instead of tweeting? I think that there's a couple of things here. here here's what the Colts, the Patriots, the 49ers after the draft, maybe the Colts after the draft, any team that wants in on Lamar, the Falcons, I mean, there's a lot of teams that should be in on Lamar Jackson, and we've done that on this show, and so we, we, won't, we don't need to do that. But this idea that Lamar has to have a guaranteed contract, I personally think if I owned a team, I could get Lamar to sign right now. 
And that might be the cockiest thing in the world. But you know what Lamar Jackson needs right now? What? He needs love. Mm. He needs to be shown how much he's valued. He needs to feel the love. And he does not feel it from the Baltimore Ravens. Mm -hmm. That's why this idea that, oh, he's just going to go back to Baltimore. I actually think it's the other way. If I had to say Baltimore or the field, I would take the field. And I would take the field because there are teams that are going to be smart enough to see this. And maybe they wait until after the draft when they don't have to give up their, you know, the 10th pick if you're the Patriots or the fourth pick if you're the Colts. Wait until after the draft. And then you show Lamar the love. And the 49ers would be the best destination in my eyes. And I know that sounds wild, but can you imagine Kyle Shanahan with Lamar Jackson and all of those weapons? Oh, my goodness. It would just be insane. So who's going to show him the love? Because if, if he feels valued, you bring him in for a visit, you talk numbers, he feels valued, and you give him a crap ton of money, including a lot guaranteed. I'm not saying he's gonna, going to take some love discount. But does it need to be fully guaranteed? I don't think so. I'll, I'll break some news here. Joe Burrow is going to sign a, a huge extension with the Bengals. Not every dollar of that's going to be guaranteed. Mm -mm. He feels loved, appreciated, and he knows he's the franchise. Lamar, part of why I think he wants a fully guaranteed deal, is he's like, one, I'm better than Deshaun Watson. Two, show me that you, you care enough. And the Ravens haven't done that with their body language over the past few years. And so now he's like, all right, well, show me with your money. And it just, it hasn't happened. So I, I think that's the part of it where words ring pretty hollow when you haven't surrounded him with the right weapons or he, he has, you know, not disagreements with the offensive coordinator, but believes that they should be running more of a pro style offense, all of those things. Some of these teams, should get in on him, say, hey, Lamar, we're going to surround you with weapons. We're going to spread this thing on out. You're not going to have to run it 15 to 20 times a game, and we're going to let you throw it and be a quarterback and, of course, be a playmaker when it's time. I think if you do that and you offer him a lot of money, he's going to sign or, or agree to, to, to sign, and then, well, then it's up to the Ravens to match if they want to match or not. But I, I don't think they will. I think this is, this is coming to an end. I think what he needs is somebody who is experienced and close enough to him that tells him that void years are not years where you're not being appreciated. That voided years on the end of the contract are years to help us be able to spread this out so we as the team can get you some help and to not just have uh, one th 33% of our entire salary cap tied up with one guy every single year. Every quarterback does it. And the, the Deshaun Watson situation was totally different. And it was different for a lot of reasons. Now, I'll go back on one thing you said. Prior to all of the massage stuff, I did not think he was a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson. So You can't I, do prior You can't do prior to, though. I, I, well, I know. And you're right. You're right. It's just that. At, because at, I agree with you. I would have taken right, Watson. Right. I'd in take 2020, Watson I was taking Watson over Lamar. So what I think people learned was. Did you see Lamar? You see Watson's performance this year? Yeah. yeah. So what happens is unfortunately people learn from the last thing that they that that they see. And the last thing that they see was he wasn't the same player in Cleveland that he was. Like he just shows up and everything gets better. He wasn't. There are a lot of moving forward. Who would you take? Moving forward. Throw contracts forward. out of it. Just as a player, who would you take? As a player, throw the personal stuff out too. Yeah, yeah. Just who do you think is a better quarterback moving forward? Deshaun. Do you? I don't. Yes. 
I do. And and I won't argue with you about your opinion because it, it's not that easy for me to say that. I still do think that Deshaun is better than, than Lamar Jackson. I guess I'm part of it's the destination. It's hard to win at Cleveland. Of course. He's already feeling pressure. He's already feeling that, man. It is a pressure cooker, and not many are built for it. Remember, everyone thought Baker was built for it, and it broke him. Mm-hmm. It broke him. I mean, it it's tough. It, I, it think is hard Philly, to I think Cleveland and Philly are sort of just alike. And it's, that is this. If there's yep. something about you that that folks may be able to point to as like a negative – well, it better be a negative that they understand. Like Allen Iverson was whatever you say about him, he acts just like everybody else in Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts, you want to talk about passing? You know what it is? They made a movie about a dude that wasn't supposed to be a Philadelphia Eagle. It was a true story, actually, and and he, and he was one. So, so don't tell somebody what they can and can't do. It's hard to find any narrative where you take and shape what Deshaun Watson went through and put himself through that's going to ingratiate him with the fans of any city. None. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think that's fair. And just last thing on Lamar, Atlanta, what do you do? I covered Desmond Ritter. Yep. I like him. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's after the draft. Maybe all of these teams, they're like, Hey, if we get Lamar, we're picking 26th next year. We can give up our first next year. But Jesus, there's just so many teams I think that that could be in on him. Heck, I had a buddy text me that the Vikings should be in on him, and that that one's interesting too. Could you imagine him throwing passes to Justin Jefferson? Whew. Anyways, uh, up next, from quarterback to running back, Ezekiel Elliott. Where should he go? I think he should go back to a place where he won a national title. We'll discuss mm. that next. All right. Third and final segment here on Locked On NFL with James Rapine and Tony Wiggins. Thank you for making us your first listen because it's your team every day. Make your second listen, Locked On NFL Scouting. I'm going to tell you something. Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino dropped some bombs yesterday, and I was glued, glued to my listening device because those guys give you stuff about prospects that you can't get anywhere else. It's draft dudes, it's daily, and it's right here on Locked On uh, the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Make sure you tap in and like and subscribe. Locked On NFL Scouting with Kyle Krabs as well as Joe Marino. Ezekiel Elliott narrowed down his list of preferred destinations, according to Adam Schefter, to Cincinnati, Philadelphia, which, okay, that's interesting. And I'm not going to lie to you, I'm forgetting the third. What was the third one? I think it was the Bengals. Well, yeah, yeah, that well, was the Bengals because see, Bengals. I'm going with the Bengals. I, okay, hey, wait, the Bengals. It, it was was it Miami? I, all I can tell you is this: I was counting on my hand because it's all contenders. It's teams that are right there. I think Buffalo was one of them, right? Teams that are right there knocking on the door. Uh, in fact, I, I want to be sure. I want to think it was the Jets, Buffalo, Cincinnati. Is Jets? That's the one I was forgetting. The Jets. Right. All right. Right. First off, the Jets have stud young guys. To me, it doesn't really make that much sense unless you just want to add another star to add another star. To me, they should be in on Odell Beckham Jr. They are. That makes sense. Pair him with Rodgers and and go let Rodgers cook. That said, why would Zeke not go back to Cincinnati? This makes so much sense that I don't know what's going to happen with Joe Mixon, but 
a pass first offense led by Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. They just signed Irv Smith Jr. And I get it. I'm in Cincinnati, so people are going to say, oh, no. Tyler Boyd at the slot. They're going to throw the ball a ton this coming season. Mm-hmm. They have no pass blocking back, no proven pass blocking back. Right now, Travion Williams would be that guy. It would not be Joe Mixon. They lost some AJP run in free agency. If you're Zeke Elliott, why not go to a place where you can definitely win, where I know you're interested in going, and I think it might just come down to dollars and cents. And let's be honest here. We were just talking about guaranteed money. Zeke really got the Cowboys for a lot of guaranteed money, man. So if you have to take a little bit less this year to, to go to a, a team like Cincinnati with Joe Burrow, I would do that if I was Ezekiel Elliott. Maybe I'm crazy, but that's, to me, the best football fit and makes a ton of sense. And if he wants to win a ring, I think he would be a, a plug-and-play Maybe not every down guy, and certainly won't be an every down guy at this stage of his career. Third down back, short yardage, catch passes from Burrow. He could do all of those things. I was surprised to see the Eagles on the list as well because it's a rival of the Cowboys. Like, for instance, even Taylor Lewan said that none of his new teams would be in the AFC South. Like, I ain't doing it. So uh, that did shock me a little bit. But going back to Ohio, you're right. For the Bengals, it's a key situation. It's a good situation. You don't have to worry about loaded boxes. That's for sure. And, um, I, I, you know, to be a champion as a co- collegian in, in, in Ohio and then come back and do it in the NFL, I think it would be a, a fantasy. But, um, yeah, you're right. I, I think he's, he's made a ton of money now. He has to do the thing that I, I believe makes the most sense for him. The Jets I'm intrigued by because he'd be backing up Brees Hall just like he'd be backing – he might start over Brees Hall since Brees Hall just came from an injury. But he'd be also backing up uh, – Joe Mixon as well. He might start in Philly. I don't know for a fact, but I'm still thinking that you're right. Coming home and maybe going to New York with Aaron Rodgers in that wild and weird situation with Odell or whoever, both of those would be the absolute best situations for him. There's another guy just like him on the market who's very similar in terms of being a veteran who's a short yardage guy, and it's Leonard Fournette. So I would I would not be shocked if Leonard Fournette found himself as a guy who's looking at the same exact situations as Zeke. So there's a little bit of competition there for like, if the Bengals want that veteran guy, they have more options than one, but the first stop obviously should be Zeke in my opinion. And the reason why I have, would have Zeke ahead of for the Bengals ahead of Leonard Fournette, because I like Fournette and I think he's weirdly become underrated now. Playoff Lenny. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's weird. The whole conversation about him, the pass blocking. Zeke is still great at it mm-hmm. and he can give you when you're talking about pass first offenses, right. which the Eagles won't be, you know, they will be a mixture, but the Bengals, I mean, they are drop back, go into Gillette in December and throw it 40 plus times. I mean, no Burrow had 40 completions in on December 24th in Gillette. That's insane. And that's, that's what they do. And so if you're going to do that, you, why not go after the, the pass? blocking back or the better one that said Fournette is interesting too and uh these guys if I'm them I try to get a deal done sooner rather than later because there's a lot of young blood in this running back class that is uh, about to come into the NFL and you want to get that deal done get settled get the playbook uh going and and understand it full throttle so you can be good to go when the season starts and the one thing you have as an advantage over those young guys if you're a veteran like the two that we mentioned 
they roll mm-hmm. out of bed and understand coverages. They roll out of bed and understand protections. Young guys don't do that. And the last thing any one of those quarterbacks needs is a preseason or some early season. And you you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't like mentioning mm-hmm. the I word, but you don't want a guy not being able to mm-hmm. participate because you chose a rookie to protect them on third down. So they have that advantage. I think they need to strike while while the iron is hot and See, if they had an agent to go in and sit and explain that stuff to the teams, right, and say, yeah, look, you want who you want protecting Joe, some rookie that doesn't understand or you want a dude that has a seven-year track record of blocking for people. I, I bet Rocky Arsenault has. I bet Rocky Arsenault has reached out to those teams. I yeah. would not shock me. And he, he's Zeke's agent for those wonder. But. And, and, and I do think people get, get it misconstrued about my soapbox with agents. Just put it like this, and this will be the last thing I say on this subject. I bet if they polled 32 owners and told them to be honest and said, would you rather deal with a team with a player who didn't have an agent? They'd say yes. Because they knew all of the things that they were going to get away with. Right. And I think these agents, I think the agents are, are the guys that kind of keep those owners honest. I know a few of them and I know they're really, really good people to try. Some of them are really good people to try to do the best thing for their players. So, you got to watch what you ask for if you're Lamar, if you're uh, Lamar. Lamar Jackson. My wife works in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Defense attorneys and judges tell clients, don't say anything to your lawyer gets here. Because mm-hmm. they know anything that happens because of what you said can get brought back on appeal. They know sure. we want to do business. We don't, I don't ever want you to say you didn't read something, you didn't see a clause, you didn't. You have to get somebody here to protect you from yourself. And and I get it. A lot of young people are going against me on that. And I'm just sitting here trying to say, okay, next time you get in trouble and go to court, defend yourself and see how silly you look. Sure. That's a good good way to end it. You ever seen any of those dudes on TV sitting there trying to say words that they know damn well that they shouldn't be saying, like the nexus or the precedent for this? And you know damn well you don't even know the precedence. Man, you better get a lawyer to help you in that courtroom. I love it. That's a that's a perfect way to end it. We'll uh, we'll see where Lamar ends, and I think that's three weeks in a row we've at least mentioned Lamar on the Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. Maybe, maybe he has a destination by this time next week, and we can. It won't be here. Else. It won't be here. You know why? Well, important to important to Duval County because we got mm-hmm. a quarterback, and these ain't our kind of problems these days. Look at that. How about how about that? Yeah, the Bengals and Jags they got their quarterbacks. It's interesting. The Steelers. They should go after the Mar too. For Tony Wiggins, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL.